welcome to the power of sticking together with me, your host, Mishla Trimble. Last week episode, Dynamite. Let me say that again, Dynamite. My guests and I lit a fire in your soul and you are back again because we are back again to keep that fire burning. The fire of God that consumes and destroys yokes that comes to keep you down. Again, you don't want to touch the volume or fast forward through this episode. I promise you, let me just say it this way. God is about to show you what it feels like when it's working together for your good, even when good doesn't feel like it's good. Thanksgiving is just a few weeks away. And what better way to bring the season of thankfulness in and knowing all things are working together for the good of those that love God and who are called according to his purpose. I got a feeling you're going to be looking at things differently by the end of this episode. So are you ready? Let's go. Last week, last week, let me say that again. Last week, I went back to feast off of the word. All week concerning gratitude is my new attitude and understanding and everything give thanks because it's God's will concerning you. If you missed it, we give you permission to go check it out. Well, here we go again. Miss LaShonda's store and myself are breaking bread together. Welcome back, my sister, cousin, and love, my friend, to another powerful episode. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be back. Yes, me too, me too. How are you doing? You know I gotta ask that. I am doing well. I really am. God is so good. I'm blessed. I have no complaints. I know that's right. They don't do any good anyway, so I just keep my complaints to myself. You know, I know you are ready, so let's get right into it. Okay, so thank you for gracing my podcast this month. I know it has been a joy for me. I am sure it has been a joy for our listeners as well. Your 20 years of being involved in leadership is a force to reckon with. In this business world industry, currently you are serving as a senior manager over human resources. I know you guys heard me say this last podcast, but just for our new listeners, give me some time for them. Along with a diverse background and working with really uh, many well-known brands in corporate America gives you the ground in becoming a strong leader within our community and culture. Not to mention your heart for helping people discover the beauty within and sharing the power of God's presence in all creation. I love how you are allowing God to make room for your gifts. I had to slow down because <laughs> I wanted to make sure you understood that, you know, just being a founder of your own personal styling company. And I mean, her well page baby is nice. <laughs> Thank you. I have to give credit to Event Clicks. That's a wonderful business that helped me to do that. Yes, it is a beautiful website. Um, Adorned by L. And you also a YouTube Christian blogger called mm-hmm. Ever Present God Child. <laughs> Listen, to top it all off, you are a wife and a mother. Hmm. That goes off to you, my dear. 
Listen, I know you have a lot to share with us concerning this topic. As again, I say, your hat, the hat you wear, carry the weight of all things working together for your good. Well, at least for me, the past 15 years have been a proven ground. God has shown me time after time, things working together for my good, my family's good, and those I'm connected to for their good. You know, Romans 8, 28, we might as well bring it up since we're talking about it. The Apostle Paul pins it best. He states, yes. and we know that all things are working together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. He leaves us with the question, but yet answer us by saying, we know. <laughs> this is the part that stuck out to me when I first, it was <laughs> like he was answering someone. And we know, we know it's working together for our good. But sis, not, come on now. Sometimes working together for our good doesn't feel good, especially during this pandemic has caused a lot of grief, discomfort, heartaches, frustration, and uncertainty. Yet God gives the Apostle Paul a word that is still relevant in today's time. All yes. things working together for our good. Miss Storr, you know I'm about to hit you with a question. <laughs> so you set us up with them gems because I'm waiting on them. So can you please share your interpretation of what you think this loaded scripture means for us today? How can we apply this type of trust in our life when things don't look like it's working together for our good? Oh, wow. You know, <laughs> Romans 8.28 it is truly one of my favorite scriptures because God has given us assurance that the things that we face in life are there to make us, but not break us. And I think we have to focus on the fact that these things will come, but they are absolutely not there to break us. You know, we're in this perpetual state of like being in a process. And when we're in this process, we have to understand why are we in the process and really try to glean the lessons that life is trying to teach us? You know, a storm a lot of times comes and it teaches us how to surrender and trust God. We get these disappointments and they at least have taught me about acceptance, accepting God's will for my life, accepting things that I had not expected. And then you have opportunities to forgive when you experience betrayals. And so there's a lot of things that happen in the season, um, a lack financially or any other way, um, maybe within our health also exercises our faith muscles. But through it all, you learn that you are forgiven, that you are loved, that you are chosen and called. I'm a living witness that God has been, he is, and he continues to work things out for my good. But it's funny, we always focus on he's going to work things out for our good. But I don't want to skip over that part that says those who love him. Let me mm. cue that Erica Campbell song. You know that song like, I love God. You don't love God. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you I love God. You love, love It's like L-U-H. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. 
I mean, but seriously, think about it. Think about when you love someone, you know, you get to know them, you give of your time. I mean, half the time people can't, they can't even find you. You're like MIA, you know, you recognize that they bring value to your life and you're willing to sacrifice and suffer with them. You are pretty Mm. much like ride or die. And what I love when I was um, thinking about this in Philippians 3 and 10, it talks about, it begins with Paul saying that I may know him Mm. and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. So we have to love God. We have to get to know him, understand the inheritance that we receive by having a relationship with Jesus Christ. And then also understand that there will be trials and tribulations. There's there's going to be so many things that come to test your patience and your endurance. But we have to hold on, especially in this season. It may not feel good, but it's certainly going to work out um, for our good. We just have to hold on. I love that. I love that. You said something that kind of made me search for myself. You know, you stated that we have to know, have a relationship with him. You know, we got to mm-hmm. know him. Um, you know, things just didn't start working for my good. Like now, um, the fact that God say, I knew you before you yeah. was formed in your mother's womb. That's that. That's kind of like deep to understand. God say, I already set a plan for you because I knew who you were before I even put you in your mom's belly. So before my mother gave birth to me, it was working for my good. He he made sure he made something simple inside of me that would connect me bite to him. You return me to him. Crave for him. That image of God, that likeness, you know, my mother and my father relationship. It may not have been um, God's plan. But mm. my birth had purpose, mm, mm, mm. you know, and that, that 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 right there when it says for the good of them that are called to according to the Lord with purpose, that purpose, yes. my birth has purpose. And so yes. because I know I was born with purpose, you know, I, I'm just thinking about the things that you were saying, the relationship. It makes me want to have a relationship with him. You know, you said you got to have purpose. You got to know him. You got to have that relationship. Listen, someone may be listening and trying to figure out what good can come out of this or whatever situation you're in. You know, God kind of just dropped this in my spirit. You are the Mm -hmm. good in the situation. Mm -hmm. And that's why everything else is going to work out for your good. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, I mean, God just don't make no mess. You understand no, what I'm saying? Not. He does Whatever. He just, you know, and, and I maybe kind of like skipping ahead of it a little bit, but I was um, thinking about in the book of Genesis, and I'm probably going to bring it up again, um, how after he made us mm. and formed everything, he said, nah, it's good. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he said, it's very good, you know? Yes, and yes. so I just thought about that, that I'm the good and it's working out for my good. In Jesus' mighty name. And that's it. That's it. That's we it. Are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are fi- there we go. Say Period. that. Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Now I think the people in the back caught that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, we are not halfway into the topic, and I'm already feeling the chains <laughs> falling off the lives of people. 
because mm-hmm. they're understanding that they are made in the image of God, the likeness of God. And so God would make it work together for their good. Can you please share with the congregation, you know, they're the listeners, how to keep the faith when things are looking bad. I mean, the odds are not leaning in our favor. and We're walking up to the reality that these things are not going away anytime Mm. soon, such as the hurt of a loss of a loved one, the hurt, um, being abused, falling apart after losing a job. Oh, so many things can weigh into this. Um, A sickness that you're enduring with a loved one. Um, I'm sure we all can relate one way or another. What are some of the things are some of the ways you learn to find the good in the most difficult times? Mm. (laughs) Oh, I have to say, mm, I feel like that's the groaning that the, you know, the The mother says on our behalf. When we don't know what to say, we don't know what to pray. And the Holy Spirit grown on our behalf because sometimes the pain is just that deep. Mm. Sometimes the, the, the struggle is just that hard. Sometimes it is just unbearable. It's like when you have these storms that show up, you can't even see straight. It can mm. be so disorienting. You know, you're not able to make things out clearly. I'm like, if you think about the last hard rain that you drove through, mm. it's almost to the point where you have to pull over to the side. But see, I believe that is how and when God likes to show up. You know, when we've reached like this point of desperation, and certainly I think all of us have had some kind of experience this year and the last year where we can attest to that. But for me, it is truly where I had to get naked with God, truly talking to him. It's, I think it's a show. I've never watched it, but naked and afraid. No, this is naked and unafraid because he is our Abba. He is our father. We can bring any and everything to him. In fact, he told us to do that Mm. when he said, be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer with, uh, in supplication with Thanksgiving to let our requests be made known to him. So Mm. we can truly be completely naked and unafraid with him to tell him whatever it is that we're experiencing that we're going through, you know, and really cry it out because he is a God that fails not. And he loves us so much. And um, we also have to make sure that we are reminding ourselves of just how good God is and reminding ourselves of his promises. You know, I remember there was this toy when I was growing up called a see and say, I think is what it's called. And you would like pull the the string and the arrow would turn and it would land like, let's say, on a farm animal, um, a pig, and it would make noise or it would tell you all about it. And we have to, I believe, do the same thing. We have to read and see God's promises and say them. We have to affirm them and say, I'm going to be blessed in the city and in the field. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I That's that life. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. King. You are so true. I'm sorry. I'm going to let you finish. Talk. That's that life or death. It the is. The power of the tongue. But go ahead. In the power of the tongue. Because when you talked about creation, everything was based on and God said and so if we were created in, in that likeness, we are able to do the same thing using his word as power. And I just believe that, you know, sometimes we forget about those things and we forget how good God has been and how he has shown up for us in our life. And there's other times too, for me, 
during these difficult seasons, you can wear yourself out when you're trying to fix things all by yourself. Yes, you ma'am. Know, we live in a country that values independence and freedom, but you know, the kingdom is really all about dependence on God mm. and freedom in him. Mm. And so we have to remember that we are on a kingdom assignment here on this earth. And we have not only responsibility, I feel, but to get into God's presence. When you're in a place of a difficult season, a trial, whatever circumstance, to get in a place of being in God's presence and take a time out. And I'm going to say this because I have certainly done this myself in this season, but sometimes you have to be still and heal. Wow. You have to be still to heal. heal. Yes. That's so true. That's so true. I was thinking about, um, I had surgery a, a, a couple of years ago and the surgery um, left internal bleeding. Um, mm. not, not that I was not healing. Um, there were certain things they could not stitch. And so the only way that I can heal, I couldn't move around a whole lot. Okay. Mm. Cause they said, well, reopen, um, the wounds what was inside of me internally. So you are absolutely true. If I know that it takes us to be still at time to heal after going through a stem cell surgery or whatever the case may be, so the body can heal. I'm sure yes. it's the same thing spiritually that we got to learn how to be still to heal. That means at that time, sometimes you got to just shut up. I'm sorry, but that's just true. <laughs> <laughs> you got to shut up. You know, you said some good points and, and I hope you guys are listening to these key gems that she's throwing out, especially that part about being still to heal especially the part about understanding that God is, our, um, we depend on him, you yes. know, um, yes. to help us make it through difficult times and how she learned how to depend on him. And, and you know, cause you know, women are always trying to fix it. I used to think it was men. All the time. I, I, I did. When I got married, I kept thinking that it was the men that always want to fix everything. But later on down the years, I started to say, sis, you always try to tell that man how to fit something. Late, fall back, that fall part. back, fall all the way back, fall all the way back because they mm -hmm. don't rush to uh, like we rush to it. You know, no. they no. kind of they they sit back a little back and see what's going on. We like, nah, you take it too long. Look, this piece of puzzle <laughs> go here, this piece, and they just be looking at us like, okay, well, since you want to do it, then I fall back. You know, but after it's all said and done, you like, oh. That's how you do that. <laughs> not saying that women are not gifted to handle their own. So understand women. that we yeah. are, we are wise, you know, we are and that cunning way. and cunning, but mm -hmm. we got to also understand that our God created men with a certain type of strength that we can't pull out of them just because we cunning, you know? Yes. We, so, we um, have many gifts. Yes. We have many we gifts. Have to use them wisely. That's it. That's it. That's what I'm trying to say. We have many gifts and we have to use them wisely. You know, yes. here's something I found out about working together for my good. Um, it sets you up in learning how to seek God for yourself. You just said that. And that's so amazing that we are all on the same page with that. It pulls you into a place of, of your soul craving for answers answers that only God can give. 
because it's all according to his purpose. Isn't that mm. something? He knew who you were before you were born. He put these cravings inside of you so you can come ask him, you know, what's 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 going on, God? You know, I was listening to um, Pastor Tony Evans a while ago, and he was talking about the difference between um, questioning God and challenging God. Mm. And that kind of set into me because over the last 15 years, I thought I had an issue if I questioned him, Yeah, you know, but yeah. he was like, it's a difference when you're just asking a question versus I'm going to challenge you on a decision that you're making. Okay. Right. You know, right. like this one scripture, 828 pulls it all in one place. Yes, You it know, it either, it, we're going to either be questioning God See, God, you said this was going to work together for our good. <laughs> you know, God, come on. <laughs> I don't see the good in this. What's going on? You know, God, please, you, you got to let me. <laughs> this is getting kind of heavy. Oh, mm. we'll be like, you know what, God, you said this will work together for my good. And God, I trust you. You know, you know how you get that. <laughs> in the Bible says, and Lord, I believe. No <laughs> weapon. You know, you're going to want one scripture, the next scripture. Trust me, yes. since I've been there. Yes. I, I bind the devil right now. You know. <laughs> oh, Alicia, look. You know. I'm telling you. <laughs> All the above. Woo. Woo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you're going to be in one of those states, you know, yeah. the hardships we face, the mm -hmm. disappointments we encounter. And I just knew I was doing it right. But bam, everything hits the ceiling. Look, I know what I'm talking about. I saw it in my childhood, mm -hmm. teenage years young adult years and I see it in my mid-age youthful years because you know when you get older you feel like your youth somewhere buried down on the inside of you <laughs> yes <laughs> God is working things out for our good he is you know is. why because I was called before I was in my mother's womb mm -hmm. you were called before you were in your mother's womb yeah. we have purpose you have purpose. Our listeners yeah. have purpose. Some of us can't see our purpose. God said you have a purpose in spite of everything you have been through and are going through. You have purpose. Okay, so I'm done. So mm, I got to get some more gems. That's so good. That's so good, though. Because <laughs> it can be hard to see that in yes. the, when, when you're in the midst of things. Yes. Or yes. just based on however you grew up and what you have and what you don't have, and you can look around at other people. Um, it can be hard. It can be That's really so hard. That's so true. That's so true. Um, since we're talking about purpose, um, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to shine the light on you. Flashlight is all <laughs> on you. You know, like the police, he set you up and say, uh, ma'am, where are you going? <laughs> you, ain't never, you ain't never been pulled over, so we're not going to say that. We're we going to say... <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, all right, so back to the top of that hand. Okay, okay, we gotta stop cutting up. But no, anyway, <laughs> how did you find your purpose? You know, as a mother, a businesswoman, a child of God, what what finally just Mm -hmm. What finally just being down on you and said, 
purpose? Like, how did you get to that? To be honest with you, it has come through all of the trials in my life, to be honest with you. Like being a mother, I, you know, I love, I love children. I really wanted to be a mother. I always knew that I wanted to be able to have that uh, blessing of being a mother, but I really wanted it because I didn't have one. So not having my mother when, you know, she, she died when I was 18 months, that does something to you as a child. Wow. When you are growing up in a place and the manner in which my mom died, which was suicide. So on top of that, you have feelings of um, being unloved, just looking around and not having that mother figure. Although God did play some amazing women in my life. And so Mm. that's the other part of it, too, is that you can I learned that you can have people that are not a blood relative show you. Um, as much love or more than maybe what a blood relative might have given you. And so through that, it just really birthed in me that when I have my children, I really want to make sure that I'm nurturing to them, that I make sure that I'm building them up, speaking, you know, the word over them and then loving on them and cultivating their gifts and helping them to, to, to see the talents and the gifts that God has placed within them. But at the same time, I'm not trying to, um, you know, over coddle and over water, you know, I'll spoil the seed. So I definitely just saw that as being an encouragement, you know, in business. um, I didn't get a chance growing up to really take part in a lot of school activities just based on the dynamics of my family at the time. But one thing that God did bless me with was an opportunity to get into corporate um, training and leadership at a really early age in the 11th grade. I was in right, corporate right. two days, I think, after um, high school. And so it is truly God will place things before you. And so you can ask for wisdom and, you know, stay close to him. And he will truly direct your path because in the trials that we face, it is like being in the refiner's fire. I mean, the way gold is made, and I don't have time to really go into it, but it is with extreme heat. And it's a lot of things that get sloughed off the top before you get to that pure gold state. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that's what God is doing with each and every one of us in our lives is that, yeah, you may have that experience where you may experience a divorce. You may experience infidelity in your marriage. You may lose family members. You may lose a child. Um, You may have and suffer with all kinds of trauma um, brought on at the hands of other people. And all of those things help to build compassion within you. It teaches you about forgiveness. It gives you peace. You learn that God will strengthen you. And when you have these situations and you have to go to God, because some of these things, um, although I do, I I truly believe in uh, like Christian counseling, um, a licensed therapist, I, I, I keep one on hand at all times. And she is a blessing to me. It's just like the old saying, your American Express card, don't leave home without it. When I tell you, it's on on the the easy (laughs) dial. But so God will put people in your life and you want to make sure that you're, you know, prayerful about the people that are in your life that can lift you up and cultivate you. But in terms of finding your purpose, we all have been called 
for a purpose. That thing that you do naturally, mm. that's like talk to God about that. The thing that you that you sometimes do and it just really just gives you joy to do it mm-hmm. or the things that cause you the most pain in your heart. If you don't like to see children suffering, that might be a purpose that God has for you. Um, totally so agree. you truly have to just lean into those things and you have to be aware. And that's why you do have to make sure that you are not so distracted by the world that you can actually hear God speaking to you because you can miss it. You can absolutely miss it. But I'm grateful that um, in this season, all of the hardships that I have experienced in my life have actually made me so much more, so much stronger, so much wiser and I think back to my high school yearbook. We had to put a quote in the high school yearbook and God is going to have me do something with this later. But my quote was not eloquent. It wasn't like from some famous um, author. It said, it's all good. My, and my, I think my. Somewhere in my life, even in the 12th grade as a senior, I knew that everything that I had experienced in my life, that God was going to make it for my good. I didn't know Romans 8.28 at that Ooh. time. But I have, it's all good because mm. it is all good because he's working everything together. Everything that I find myself doing now, the things that I find myself being able to speak about, even though they were painful at the time, God can use me to absolutely talk to somebody else that's going through that same problem because that is exactly what he wants to do. We are to be used. This vessel is to be used all the way up while we're here on assignment. So I just am grateful for the trials, to be honest with you. My, my, my. I could feel. I could feel that. I feel it. I feel it. You know, my son say uh, this young boy language or young men talk. I may be saying it wrong because, you know, we'll never get their little sayings. They ask somebody something, you know, something about what's going on. They say, yeah, I feel that. I feel you. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. You know, um, I also can feel many of you saying to yourself, I'm the good. So it's working together for my good. I'm just trying to get you to understand. Some of y'all think that you are going through so much. It got to be something you're doing. Got to be something that it may be now. It may be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to know that you are called according to his purpose. And yes. I love that you said this because you said my trials birth my purpose. You know, yes. God's purpose I might not see the good that is in this, but God Mm -hmm. sees the good in me. Remember when God created man, told you I was coming back to that Genesis thing. Genesis Mm -hmm. 1 and 31 said God saw all that he had made and it was very good. I was created in his image and his likeness. You were created in his image. We were all created in his image and his likeness. God sees his image and his likeness in me. So it has to work out for my good. He Mm -hmm. created me for his purpose. You know, during this holiday season, the greatest gift or treasure anyone could ever discover is finding the good in a hard place in their life as well as finding the good of finding yourself and knowing whatever you are facing, 
God is working it together for your good. Um, Miss Store, this has been another powerful episode full of rich gems. Yes. Do you have any final remarks for our listeners? I'm sure they are ready. Before you share your final remarks, I wanted to say gems are precious stones. and We would never share them carelessly. So I pray the words we are depositing into your life will bring richness in your mind, your body, and soul. That God will richly bless you to see things differently for your good. Okay. Yes. I think our hearts are open and ready to receive your final remarks. Oh, wow. I can't even believe we're at the end because I still have so much to say. Um, this is just so amazing. When I think about something that uh, actually was Bishop John Gunn, he said this to me, or he didn't say it to me, but he said it in a sermon. And I just really, really, it penetrated my heart in such a way that I want to share it. He talked about how sometimes we process pain as an exit and not an entrance. And I would just say that no matter what you may be experiencing or facing in this season or whatever trial, or if you're even in a place where you're trying to support someone else that's going through a difficult season, it is all about how we look at it. I think we talked about that last week where just because it's painful, we have an opportunity to learn from it to heal from it, to help someone else. God is taking us to a new thing. Mm. He is taking us to a new thing and he is going to bring us out with a high hand. So just because God is not taking you the route you expected to go or the way that you thought you should go, it doesn't mean he's not taking you where you're supposed to be. So in this life, we do have to endure when we experience detours, but we have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. That is something that I really, really focused on, pray on, meditate on, because when you think about the word trust, and mm -hmm. I go back to the dependence on him, that is truly what that means, that we have to just fully depend on God, knowing that if he created you and that he has plans for you that are good, um, that those things are going to come to pass and that we just have to stay closely connected to him, stay in prayer. And we will see that it will work out. That is all things are going to work out for our good. We just have to be encouraged and stay lifted and keep praise in our mouth at all times. Yes. He wants us to come to him with thanksgiving. Yes. So let us not forget about that part. Even when we are in our trials and in our midst, things could be worse. And mm -hmm. so we have to be grateful and, and make sure that we give him thanks. Amen. Amen. Um, I thank you again, Miss LaShonda Store, for gracing my podcast this month. We're not done yet. Oh, did I just spill the beans? <laughs> oh, no, ma'am. We're not done yet. And we didn't want to give you everything at one time because the next episode, hold on, let me, let me not rush myself. Okay, because I'm about to spill the beans because I'm so excited. 
Um, You have truly been a blessing to us. You know, child, let me tell you, I don't think we were ready for such powerful episodes, but God was in the midst of all this. So, you know, we got to keep it going. You know, I would love it. But this time, it won't be us by ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) We have another special guest. I'm going to let you say her name. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what's what's her name? Monet Itana. (laughs) (laughs) These are two powerful sisters who I love dearly. So let me just go ahead and let that cat out the hat or bag or whatever you put the cat out. (laughs) I am married to their wonderful cousin. Okay. Yes. (laughs) But we have always loved each other. Trust me. There's a bond there that no one can ever break. Um, So, so yes. So I have the pleasure of not knowing them through uh, marriage, but also getting to know them more and more each day as a sister, sister, cousin in love. So. Now, Miss Monet is going to be breaking some bread with us. Yes. Uh, that bread is going to teach us how to face the freedom of being free. Mm-hmm. This sister is an author, a grief counselor, consultant, and a single mother. Yes. You just have to wait until next week to find out more. So next week, don't you miss it. I told you it's a family affair this month. Now, next we is going down with three sisters of faith coming together to bring a yoke-breaking, anointed message to our listeners, the congregation. The topic of discussion, hmm, fighting the good fight of faith. When your world is turned upside down. Yes. Oh, we know about that. <laughs> Woo! Look, I'm, let me, ooh, lo, hi. Ooh, hallelujah. You know about that. Lord have mercy. Woo, so, whoo, I am ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Look, that's why we had to cut this one a little short, because that right oh. now. I'm all ready. I am all (laughs) ready. So once again, we thank you for coming in, tuning in to another powerful episode, for listening to the power of sticking together podcast with me, your host, Leisha Tremble, and my special guest, Miss LaShonda Store for another comforting and encouraging word that will make you check yourself before you wreck yourself. Don't forget, tune in next week, Friday, November the 19th, on the Power of Sticking Together podcast with me, your host again, Leisha Tremble, and my faithful guests, LaShonda Store and Monet Itana, discussing fighting the good fight of faith. Now that's power. Until next time, remember, there is power in sticking together. We're out.